بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين يا رب لك الحمد كما ينبغي لجلال وجهك وعظيم سلطانك اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على محمد وعلى اله واصحابه واتباعه باحسان الى يوم الدين سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم ثم اما بعد we want to mention ikhlas sincerity in our actions in our dealings with allah and with anybody to purify our heart and do things we are doing just for the sake of allah in islam the best and a very good foundation one of the first foundation everyone needs is ikhlas to be sincere because as a muslim if you are not sincere in your dealings in your actions with allah then you have wasted your time you are just wasting your time the this ikhlas is to seek the pleasure of allah and only that of allah in all your worship when we mention ikhlas sincerity it is to do every action of yours seeking the pleasure of allah running away and uh, being very conscious of the anger of allah as if you are seeing allah directly in front of you when doing such action because he sees you so you do it as if you he's in front of you and you are very careful you are very conscious until ria or show off or doing it for the sake of others goes out of your heart totally let us see a hadith of prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that talks about kindness goodness and in very careful when doing your actions he said the riwayah is in the collection of imam muslim he said ma ja'ila wifku fi shay'in illa zanahu he said kindness or to be good to be nice to be purified when doing something has never been in anything except it beautifies such thing it makes the reward more attractive it beautifies it he said wama nuzia min shay'in illa shanahu and kindness or being good having a good intention has never been taken away from anything except such thing becomes defective so the reward is not there anymore you are now in trouble sincerity ikhlas is a must and an essential ingredient in islam it was the, the the fruit of the prophets it was one of those things it was the first among those things the prophets may allah be pleased with all of them kept calling people to they invited people towards being sincere to allah Look at Surah Al-Bayyinah verse 5 Allah mentioned Woma umiru illa liya'budullah and they have not been commanded no instruction was given to them no commandment or order was given to them illa liya'budullah except that they should worship Allah mukhlisin lahuddin being sincere to Allah in that din that when the worship is being done they should be sincere hunafaan inclining to the truth holding on to the truth mukhlisin ikhlas that the instruction is they should worship allah being sincere to him you are worshiping allah allah is to reward you for the worship you have no business with any other person surah zumar verse 14 allah mentioned kulillah tell them say it is allah a'bud that i worship and how do i worship him mukhlisun lahu dini being sincere to him in the religion in, in my worship you are sincere to allah 
the ikhlas is dear in the worship of Allah. I worship only my Allah. I worship only Allah and I am sincere to him in my religion, in the religion of Islam. Now, let us let us quickly mention Suratul Muluk also. Verse 2. Alladhi khalaqal mauta wal hayata it is Allah who created maut death wal hayat even the living liyabluwakum ayyukum ahsanu amala to test you in order that he test you he see which of you ahsanu amala has the best of all deeds and how do you have best of all deeds as mentioned by Fudail he said it is to be sincere and for such action to be valid. He said, what Allah mentioned by Ahsanu Amala, what Allah mean by Ahsanu Amala is to know those who, are, who have ikhlas in their action. That is the, the, the good action. The righteous action referred to Allah. Sincerity and such action should be valid. Action must be right and there must be ikhlas there. So these two things are needed in all your actions. There must be ikhlas, and that action must be valid. If there is ikhlas, but the action is not right, then it is it is waste of time. No matter how I have good intention, but what I'm doing is not good, then what reward will you get there? Or no matter how such thing is good, observing salat is very good, but you don't have there is no ikhlas, there is no sincerity, and then then because there is no sincerity, you are wasting your time. So ikhlas must go together with action that is valid, action that has been legislated by, by the deen. This reminds me of what Ibn Qayyim, something he mentioned. He said, looking at the religion of Islam, you will see, you will discover that Islam pays very serious attention to actions of the heart. As action will be useless, it will not be accepted if the heart is not purified. In fact, he said it is more important upon us than the physical actions because it is from the heart you believe in such action, it is purified in your mind, then it will now come, it will now transfer and it, it pictures, it shows out in the physical forward, the physical action now. It was with intention of the heart, actions of the heart, that uh, you, you start talking about ikhlas, sincerity. And it is with, with it is still with the, the the heart how purified how clean it is that the muminun were distinguished from the munafikun because the muminun the believers are doing action a particular action the munafikun are doing it also but the muminun are doing the believers are doing it for Allah seeking the pleasure of Allah wanting the reward only from Allah. But the Munafikun want to be praised. They want to be recognized. They want to be counted among those who are doing it. So let us see and know that the worship should start from the heart. Or the worship starting from the heart is more and better than the, the, the physical one which is, just, which is just open. It is more compulsory and it is compulsory at all times. In fact, what Ibn Qayyim actually said, he said, he said the worship, the act of worship, the, the purification of the heart, a, a worship you want to do and it comes out of your heart with sincerity, it is more, azom greater 
than the one you just engage with your physical body without proper intention and the heart is not purified. It is more and it is something that should be always and it is wajiba compulsory at all time. In Fawaid, Ibn Qayyim, a statement mentioned. He said, he said, had it been knowledge is beneficial without action, then why did Allah kept blaming or why did Allah condemn the, 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 the monk, the priests of the Ahlul Kitab? Because they had the knowledge, but they were not working with the knowledge. He said, had it been knowledge is of benefit without working with it, why did Allah condemn them? Then he now said, and if action is beneficial without purity, without ikhlas, sincerity now, why did Allah condemn the munafikun? So it means, one, you need the knowledge. Then after the knowledge, you need to translate that knowledge into action. And the knowledge has been translated into action. That knowledge must be accompanied, must be done with ikhlas. Because knowledge without action is useless. And action without ikhlas is useless. So ikhlas is a prerequisite. It is a condition precedent for any action to be accepted by Allah. Because actions are not valid except with two shards, two conditions. One, the such action should be what has been legislated by Allah in his book or what Prophet Muhammad وسلم, has allowed us to do. So the first thing is action should be legislated. Look at hadith of Aisha. Where is in Bukhari and Muslim? Whosoever introduced, perform an action, you brought into an action, any affair into our deen that is not part of it, it's new, we don't know about it, it has not been legislated, then it should be rejected. We should not allow such thing. So it means such action must be legislated. It must be valid, it must be right. And the second condition is that such action which is valid and you are doing now must be done with ikhlas. It must be done with ikhlas, with sincerity. If you remember the hadith derived in Bukhari, even in Muslim also, hadith from Umar, radiallahu anhu, the, the first one of um, we say it's from Aisha, our mother, the mother of the believers, radiallahu anhu. This one is from Umar on the second condition where he said, every action, there must be intention here. Every action is going to be judged, is going to be considered according to the intention. So when you do anything without intention, you, you have wasted your time. So that intention, it must, you are, because you are going to be judged, and you are going to be judged now, you are going to deserve, we are going to have your reward based on what you have intended. So if you intend good, then what you, you, you know what you are expecting. If your intention is to, praise, is to be praised, to be, uh, uh, to be accepted by people, you see, that uh, you have no reward with Allah. Just like dua. For dua to be accepted from a Muslim, such Muslim needs ikhlas. Surah Al-Ghafir, verse 14. 
call unto Allah, Father Allah, supplicate to Allah, call unto Allah, Mukhlisin Allahuddin, with sincerity. Why being sincere to him into religion? So we cannot do anything without ikhlas. Ikhlas must be part of our channel. That's why we say it is a prerequisite. It is needed. It must be in every action of ours. Let, let us mention a hadith. It is in Muslim. Precisely 1905. A hadith from Abu Huraira. Concerning the first group, the first man or the, the first three men to be brought on the day of Kiyama, to be brought forward on the day of Kiyama. And the Prophet said, A shaheed will be brought, a martyr, someone who died for the sake of Allah. And uh, he will be questioned on the good health, the, the courage, the power, the ability to fight he has been given by Allah. And he will be asked, What did he do? With such thing, and he would tell, Yeah, Allah, I, I maximized, I used it well that I died for your sake. And Allah would say, No, you, you did not use it for my sake. You used it so, so as to be praised. You died not for my sake, but so that people should say, You died for my sake, but not for my sake. And such person will be zoomed, will be pushed into hell. And the, another person that will still come will now be a knowledgeable person who have the knowledge, who teaches the knowledge, who reads the Quran. And uh, Allah will question him also with this knowledge, with this, what did you do with it? And you tell Allah, I, I recited, I taught people, I guided people, I used the knowledge well. And I will say, no, you only did such thing, you kept reciting so as to be known as a Kauri, a reciter of Quran. Or you, you, you are knowledgeable, you teach people, you, you talk about the knowledge so that people will see you and identify you as a scholar. And you died for that, so you are, you are going to help if it is not for me. And the, the third one will be a wealthy man who his his wealth and the ability, the capability, the, the what Allah has done to him, he will be questioned on how he used the wealth. And he will say, I, I spend my wealth for your sake. And uh, he will be told also, you did it so as people should identify you as a generous person to praise too. You are going to hell also. I mentioned the rewire, the hadith, I said 1905. We said we can check it. Let's see it. It means as what a shahid has gone through that he died for the sake of Allah, the one who, who have knowledge with all the effort, struggling to get the knowledge, the sacrifice of teaching the knowledge, and a wealthy man who struggled to get the wealth and spend it more, spend it in building masks, assisting people, but if they are not sincere, they are going to hell. If they are not sincere, they have wasted their time. And when this hadith this one we just mentioned of a shaheed, a knowledgeable, and a wealthy man got to Mu'awiyah, Bakr, Bukha, and Shadid, and he cried seriously. And uh, when he was relaxed from the cry, he, he said, Sadaqallah wa Rasulullah. Allah and his prophet has spoken the truth. Then he recited Surah Al-Hud. He recited Surah Al-Hud Ayah 15 and 
Look at what Allah says. He said, Mankana yuridul hayata dunya, as mentioned by, by Ma'awiyah, when, when this hadith was, was mentioned to him, he cried, and then he said, Allah has spoken the truth. And what Prophet Muhammad وسلم, has explained is actually true. Then he recited this verse. With a surah to Luhud, ayah 15 and 16. Mankana yuridul hayata dunya wa dinataha. Whosoever desire, desires or wants the life of this world, the enjoyment of this world, wa dinataha, and the beauty, the adornment, all what it contains. Nuwafi ilayhi amaluhum, we will, we will, we pay them in full in this life. Is that not what they want? They want the luxury, the enjoyment of this life. Forget, we will pay them in full, in full for their deeds. We won't, we, we won't reduce it. And there will be nothing left out. We will not give them anything less. They will not be deprived of such thing they want. They want the life of this world. They want the luxury. They want the enjoyment. We will give it to them. We will replace it to them. We will replace it for them with their deeds and nothing will be will be reduced. Allah now says, Ulaika lezina leisalahum fil akhirati illa nar. Subhanallah. Allah said, this, you see these people I just mentioned, those who want the, the beauty, the luxury, the, the luxuries, the enjoyment of this world. Ulaika lezina leisalahum. Those are the people that there will be nothing for them, fil akhiro in the year after, nothing for them on the day of kiyama, illa nar except fire. Nothing will be given to them because they have, they wanted this world, they wanted the reward in this world, they wanted payment in this world. We've given them, so they will have nothing on the day of kiyama, illa nar except fire. Wahabitoma shona fiha, and vain, useless is the deed they did in in in, in this world. All what they did is, is useless. Nullified will it be whatever they have worked for in this world. And there will be no effect. It is, it, it is void. It will be of, of no benefit. It is fruitless. All what they did, all their actions, what they used to do, or what they, they think they, they are doing in this world, or they've done in this world, it will be useless. It is, it is void because what they wanted was the world, what Zina to her and the, the beauty of the world. The Almighty Allah make it easy for us. Why was the actions of these three people rejected? Because there was no sincerity, no ikhlas. And why in this Surah Al-Hud Allah mentioned, if you want the world, why? Because you just want the world. You want the, the luxury, the enjoyment, the beauty. You want to be praised. You want to be identified with this world also. Fine. Allah said, I will give it to you without any less. Without reducing from it. 
in a hadith, in a quick way also, there is also a hadith in Bukhari from Abu Musa al-Ash'ari that a man came to the messenger of Allah and asked him about a man who fights lil-magnam or lil-zikr or lil-yuro-makanuhu, which of them is for the sake of Allah. In Bukhari 2810, he said, a man came and asked the messenger of Allah, someone who fights for the magnam, for, for, for war beauty, or for fame, for recognition, or for show off. Which of them is considered fighting for the sake of Allah? The prophet said, man, call, call Allah, whosoever fights to, to see that the word of Allah, the kalma of Allah, the religion of Allah, the deen of Allah is, is, is above every other thing. It's on top of every other thing. For who that is the person that is considered working, fighting for the sake of Allah. That is the person considered fighting for the sake of Allah. So let us strive always. Let us make sure all what we do is for the sake of Allah. Sufyan al-Sawri said, nothing, there is nothing he takes medication for, that he keeps taking medication for, that he's always worried of, of it not being defective, except his intention. He said he keeps working on his intention. Because if your intention is not good, then what are you doing? It means all your salat, your fasting, your zakat, your charity, everything, your good deeds, is useless because there is no intention. If you are able to purify yourself, if you are able to, to, to have good intention, you are sincere in what you are doing now, a lot of waswas and riyah will go out of you. There will be no issue of doing it for people to know. There is no issue of doubt always in your mind. It is difficult if you don't want to make it very easy for you. Know that you are working for Allah. Know that you are trading with Allah. You have no business from people. You accept no pay or you, you are waiting, you are expecting no pay from anybody. Your act of ibadat is for Allah and only for Allah. We pray Allah grant us ikhlas. We ask him to purify our heart, purify our actions from Riyah and grant us among, grant among those who will be admitted into Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.